tradition. All of her friends had traditions, but not the Whitsons. They had always been different. There was no stream of relatives who came to their house on holidays, no turkey on Thanksgiving or ham on Easter, no prayers that were always said. Heck, they didn't even know for sure how old their mom was. It was because mom was Russian and alone in this country, or at least that was what dad said. Mom didn't say much of anything about herself. A knock at the door surprised Meredith. She looked up just as Jeff Cooper and her father came into the room. Meredith felt like one of those long, floppy balloons being slowly filled with air, taking on a new form with each breath. And in this case, the breath was Jeffrey Cooper. They'd been best friends since fourth grade, but lately it felt different to be around him. Exciting. Sometimes, when he looked at her, she could barely breathe. You're right on time for rehearsal. He gave her one of his heart-stopping smiles. Just don't tell Joey and the guys. They'd give me a ton of crap for this. About rehearsal, her dad said, stepping forward. He was still in his work clothes a brown leisure suit with orange top stitching. Surprisingly, there was no smile lurking beneath his bushy black mustache or in his eyes. He held out the script. This is the play you're doing? Meredith rose from the chair. Do you think she'll like it? Nina stood up. Her heart-shaped face was uncharacteristically solemn. Will she... The three of them looked at one another over the expanse of the Picasso-style green castle and the costumes laid out across the bed. The truth they passed among themselves, in looks alone, was that Anya Whitson was a cold woman. Any warmth she had was directed at her husband. Precious little of it reached her daughters. When they were younger, Dad had tried to pretend it was otherwise, to redirect their attention like a magician, mesmerizing them with the brightness of his affection. But as with all illusions, the truth ultimately appeared behind it. So they all knew what Meredith was asking. I don't know, Meridoodle, Dad said, reaching into his pocket for his cigarettes. Your mother's stories... I love it when she tells them, Meredith said. It's the only time she really talks to us, Nina added. Dad lit a cigarette and stared at them through a swirl of gray smoke. His brown eyes narrowed. Yeah, he said, exhaling. It's just... Meredith moved toward him, careful not to step on the painting. She understood his hesitation. None of them ever really knew what would set Mom off, but this time, Meredith was sure she had the answer. If there was one thing her mother loved, it was this fairy tale about a reckless peasant girl who dared to fall in love with the prince. It only takes ten minutes, Dad. I timed it. Everyone will love it. Okay, then, he said finally. She felt a swell of pride and hope. For once, she wouldn't spend the party in some shadowy corner of the living room reading or in the kitchen washing dishes. Instead, 
she would be the center of her mother's attention. This play would prove that Meredith had listened to every precious word Mom had ever said, even those few that were spoken softly in the dark at story time. For the next hour, Meredith directed her actors through the play, although really only Jeff needed help. She and Nina had heard this fairy tale for years. Later, when the rehearsal was over and everyone had gone their separate ways, Meredith kept working. She made a sign that read, One Night Only, A Grand Play for the Holiday, and listed their three names. She touched up the painted backdrop. It was impossible to fix entirely. Nina always colored outside of the lines, and then positioned it in the living room. When the set was ready, she added sequins to the tulle ballet skirt turned princess gown that she would wear at the end.